It is all about knowing who is on the receiving end of your message. Who do you want it to be? And what language are they used to hearing? This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another episode direct to you on your Badass Journey podcast. I'm your host, Kareen Walsh, and super excited that this topic came up in my last conversation with Alicia. So if you listen to episode 107, you know that we were talking about the future of work and how to help leaders prepare for it. And in that final question, she asked me how she can raise the awareness and get into more conversation as well as solution-based assistance in helping leaders prepare for what's to come because we haven't even we haven't even really seen the the hardest times just yet. So here's a clip of that segment for you to listen to so you're on the same page with me and I am going to jump in after you listen to it uh, to share a few more tips on how you can really align your language and what is going on for you as you are trying to elevate the interest as well as conversation around the services you provide. So her question, uh, which you'll hear, is really about how do I? How do I make sure that I am dialoguing the urgency and getting that across in order to assist as many people as possible during this time? Which can translate into how do I make sure I am positioning the service I provide to the clientele I want to work with and make sure that I am clear in what I am foreseeing in order to assist them by leveraging my services to move through it, to get the support they need and also build up my clientele that way. It's a legit question. Those of you who are out there running your own business and or even in a career where you are service-based and you're trying to acquire more clients, my hope is that today's episode will help you clarify your language, but also be super clear with your ideal clients on how that messaging could go in order for you to attract them in. So here, take a listen to the piece of that segment from last episode. And I will elaborate more after you hear this clip. Sure. So I, for, for what's front and center for me right now and from, from where I sit, it's like how the, the, I see what's here and what's coming, meaning greater disruption is on the horizon. And uh, you know, I sort of feel like sometimes like the, the people in the audience who who know like what the plot of the movie is before the end, not to say the whole <laughs> thing, but it's like, I can see this. It's right here, guys. Pay attention to it. And everybody else is like, no, no, what are you talking about? Like the chicken little mm-hmm. thing. Translating that into, you know, because future feels so far away. 
Yeah. Right? Translating it's that like, into tangible, you know, today when, when there's still so much going on in the midst of all of this chaos, it's a constant dance for me. So I'd be really curious. Um, yeah, so I uh, I love that um, as a question because it's part of it is about how do you communicate urgency to pay attention now, and I think the way you have been doing it by holding the talks you've been doing and including people in thinking that now is the future has been a great step. Like that, I am witnessing that from just your activity that I get to part you know partake in and also witness. I would think that if you can think about the readiness uh, is the word that's coming up for me. Like, are you ready? This is happening now and and maybe less around future. Because like you said, future does feel so distant. And think more about right now, what are the top three things people need to start thinking about? Know for sure. Mm-hmm. And be able to navigate quickly when it changes, you know, in yeah. that kind of language, I think would draw more attention um, in the safety that people are looking for because you will give them the lifeboat if they come through your doors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's the, it's the attraction, right, that you're talking about is like, how do you wake them up to see it right now that they, if they focused on it now, it would be less painful later? How to prepare? And so painting that kind of picture might be something that is really your wheelhouse. It's the it's being prepared and knowing uh, and being more nimble, I would say, is is kind of your gifting. Mm-hmm. And so maybe talking more about that versus the nebulous um, future of work because yeah. <laughs> it puts it in right now, right? Yeah, it it really does. And it's so interesting, you know, even companies who have approached me for the immediacy of future work, like what's the remote working strategy and how do we like what's the impact on greater society and what industries are going to be most. And it's so fascinating to me that the the underlying assumption there is that it's still somewhere out out in you know future land as opposed to being here right now. And all of this stuff is actually unfolding. As we speak, well, if you think about it, Alicia, I know I know you've seen the cycles in in large corporations, just like I have. They have annual strategic processing, mm-hmm. right? Like, so everything that they're in the middle of right now, they planned for budget wise, and yeah. and and this is where I get my, and maybe you and I can dialogue on this on on your platform, but it's like. Human capital, the word capital around what people have done with with their people in their business and treating it as a bottom line financial transaction versus the skill set, performance, and true results-driven management, I think is why you'll have that panicked reaction right now is to, okay, we've done all the financials and we've had to cut all these people and there's been furloughs and our books look this way based on our budget planning. But where is the freaking people strategy? Like, yeah. where is the, then that to me, that is a definition as part of inclusion as well. It's like include the skill set, right? Include how, how are you gonna, when this happens again or for the next 12 months, it's gonna feel this way. How are you gonna make your team and yourself enjoy this ride every single day, regardless of what's happening outside? You know, yeah. so if I were, if I were to, 
think about those conversations for you because I know how bold and truthful you are is to really put the mirror up in front of these leaders and say, listen, I don't want to help you solve this temp- like with a Band-Aid. I want to help you with longevity and know that 12 months from now, you and your business will still be standing because you think about these things. And let's go through this strategic action plan versus this you know, finite acute care moment. <laughs> Right? Yeah, and and I, I love what you say there because the stakes really are that high. The stakes yep. are, you know, w- will the business be around straight up? <laughs> you know, and I don't yeah. care that you've existed for the last seventy five years or whatever. Like this, the the factors at play in disruption are so great that, and and the accelerated nature of their arrival is so fast. Yeah. The, the the reality of exponential change. I think everybody for the first time has really felt what it means when, when the virus hit. Yeah. We understand clearly now what, what this dynamic of nothing, nothing, something, everything <laughs> feels yeah. like. Yeah. So all of those dynamics working in concert, um, you know, they, again, they can be channeled as amazing opportunity because disruption is simply opportunity that looks different than what we're used to. But it's being able to see that now as opposed to when it's too late. Yeah. And also giving them the tools and the methods on always questioning. Yes. Like it, it, you, you, because when you start to question, you will learn something new, you'll shift it and you'll um, treat it. And, and it's the same as you're building your business and your brand and your attraction. Keep questioning, like keep sharing the questions you have. Uh, because that also will create the dialogue. Yeah. You know, even just the way you asked me this question, if you were to dialogue that way externally and say and and really show the fear you have of people not paying attention today because it could save on so much pain later or or give them the tools and the skill set to really thrive regardless of what's happening around. That is the the main attractor, I would say, that people would want to know more about and want to engage with you because you're helping them solve it today for the so-called future. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so I know that you got a lot out of just that small exchange the last couple minutes of listening. And certain things are coming up for you. So of course, if you have questions, do not hesitate to message me so that I can help you dialogue on how best you can position yourself for the attraction you're looking for. Or if another topic, because we talked about several things around human capital, being nimble, how to address what she is actually trying to address with her business and brand. We dug into that as well. But if you have any questions on that or would like me to dialogue on that further on the show, please feel free to shoot me a message and let me know so that I can serve you through this platform. But to continue into how to help you really align your position and language to attract your ideal client is all about being super clear first on what do you want them to know? What are the pains you're trying to solve for them? 
And how can you create an urgency for them to pay attention to you and dialogue with you about solving their problems in order to step in and and serve them? Alicia is coming from a very empathetic, heart-centered leadership stance, which I love, which is why our conversation was so great, where you know she is constantly informing people on how to consider and think about the situation they're in when it comes to the future of work. That is her MO. She is a paid speaker. She does look to attract clientele, not only to help them build strategy, but also get um, speaking gigs and talk in front of an audience and share with them how to transform into who they need to be when it comes to the future of work. So that is her business. That is her branding, just to give you context. Okay. So when we talk through things, I put my hat on of if I were her ideal client, what would I need to hear in order for me to like, know, and trust that Alicia is the person I should go to to work this through with or hire to come in and talk to my team with? So I love that she gave me this example because I was able to throw out keywords as we were talking in order to have her dialogue with her audience when she is engaging with them, leveraging a language that then would engage her back and want her to come into her arena. So how do you do that for your business? Or or your even if you're someone who's doing a career move and you're trying to attract your ideal employer, how do you get in front of them and make sure that you're using the appropriate brand voice not only to sell yourself into that opportunity, but also make sure that what you are saying, how you are saying it, and what you're attracting in is speaking the language that they're seeking. It is all about knowing who is on the receiving end of your message who do you want it to be? So that's the ideal client work that I talk about all the time. And what language are they used to hearing? Super important to really put yourselves in their shoes. So that's where a little bit of empathy comes into play, a little bit of knowing uh, their criteria for how they make a decision, understanding their environment that they play in, understanding the language they use so that you can meet them where they are and then invite them to come work with you by sharing something that is relatable to them. I find that when you can get out of your own way of what you think they need or what you think they should be doing and actually engage more into the space of understanding and relatability, it becomes so much easier then to offer an opportunity to work together because you're presenting your information with a clear understanding of the problem. You've seen it time and time again. Or even in this case, it was like a future problem that's going to come and you want to help them before it actually happens to dialogue on that story in order for your future clients to be aligned with that message and find it relatable so that you can all take action together and dialogue on that. 
So the key points here are know who your audience is, understand their problems, see how you solve their problems. So if you write that out, like when you understand their problems, how would you solve for them? And then what is the common language that your ideal client uses that you may need to use in order to not only relate to their problems, but also share how you solve for them. And when you do that, it's you're creating a deeper connection to them and really a, a stronger like, know, and trust alignment for it to become an easier yes on the other side, an easier form of engagement, an easier way to say, of course, we have to work together because you get exactly where I'm at and you understand and you're looking out for me for where I need to go. So please help me do that. Becomes so much easier. So I hope that helps you today and a little bit of understanding of how to position yourself for the attraction you are looking for. And practice, practice, practice. Just keep putting it out there and and keep testing it on that ideal market that you're trying to attract in. If you're in your career move and you're, you're trying to find that new gig, keep practicing understanding your future employer, the, the managers you're in front of, how they think about things. Put yourself in their shoes and answer their questions and solve their problems in your dialogue before even thinking about how else you could be doing it, right? Like really stay in the moment and dialogue with them that way. So I hope that helps you today. And I really appreciate you listening. If you got an amazing takeaway from today's conversation, please go ahead and share this post with your network. I really appreciate all of you all of your messages coming to me and uh, especially your questions because I want to answer them here. I'm enjoying sharing these type of episodes with you where we're having coaching moments with my guests and or coaching moments on some talks that I'm doing and um, uh, having you walk away with that information so that you can apply it on your badass journey. Thanks for, so much for listening today and I will see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.